Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Greater Than Us podcast. It's season two, episode two. I am your host, Tyler Ron. If you have not listened to that first episode of this season, I recommend that you do that as this episode will be tying into the ending of that one. So in that last episode, just for a quick refresher, I talked about that first week of surgery, my mindset going in and how my positive thinking about the surgery as a whole actually manifested into me having less pain in my knee than the other previous surgeries that I had. So in that first week and in that episode, that was all taking place at my parents' house, living with my mom, dad, and brother, and things were going well over there. But after that first week, I had decided to actually go live with my grandma and my uncle, so her brother, my mom's mom, and then my mom's uncle. And you might be asking yourself now, like, Tyler, if it was going well at your parents' house, why'd you decide to move in with your grandma? And, you know, that's a great question. But before I answer that question, let me first start off by saying that both of my parents are very loving, my brother as well. I love both of them deeply. I love everybody that lives over there, and it's nothing against them. But when I was away from home, I was doing really well for myself. I was in a great place mentally, and I just really enjoyed being out on my own. And after being out on my own for two years and then moving back in, it just felt a little different, and I thought that maybe going over to my grandparents' house would actually help me stay focused and help me continue on the path that I was going on when I was away from home. So it was really just a decision that I talked to my parents about and my grandma about, and it was just something that I felt would be better for me. Like I said, nothing against them. I I love them both deeply, and I appreciate them understanding and seeing where I'm coming from and being supportive of my decision. So all in all, it was really just a decision that came down to me doing what I thought was best for me, putting myself in an environment where I thought that I could continue to stay focused and continue to walk down the path that I am choosing to walk down. And if I'm being honest, guys, this was actually a very difficult decision for me because I didn't know how my parents would react to something like that, but they, like I said, took it very well. So for any of you guys listening, if you're going through a situation in your life where you have to make a difficult decision, Just go with what your heart is telling you. Talk to the people around you. Get some advice from from friends and family. And just really, like I said, listen to your heart and go with what your gut is telling you. Because at the end of the day, that's where you're going to be most happy. Now that that is all answered up, let me just jump into that first initial week of living with my grandma. And, you know, where I was at physically with my surgery and all of that. So in that first week when I got there, I was still on both crutches. And for any of you guys who have had crutches, you know what it's like. It is not a fun experience to do. However, one positive thing that does come from the crutches is you get a nice little arm workout every time you use them. So that was, I guess, a positive from it. But in the long run, definitely glad to be off of them now. As you can imagine still, though, when you're on two crutches, just getting off of a surgery, there's really not much that you can do in those first couple of weeks. And I was really just trying to stay patient and just spend time with uh, my grandma and my uncle and waiting for that week to finally hit when I can start going to physical therapy because it'll give me something to do and I know that this knee will be healing up. So those two weeks pass and finally it's time for me to start that physical therapy and that brought me so much joy because man, 
just laying on the bed all day, icing it, and just being bored, that that sucks. You know, I was trying to read books, which I'll get into later in this podcast, the book that I picked up called The Power of Now. It's a fantastic book. But finally, get to the physical therapy. I'm only going once a week because there's really not much that you can do when you're recovering that early on. It's mainly about just getting your bending back in the knee, getting some some range of motion back and just, you know, stretching it out, stuff like that, making sure that the swelling continues to go down, continuing the icing. But it was still a step in the right direction finally where I felt like I was finally moving forward a little bit. With me only going once a week though, the physical therapist advised that I take some of the exercises that they were giving me and bring them home and practice them there so that I could get ahead and stay on track. So some of those exercises would just be bringing my knee into my chest and getting some range of motion back, doing some hamstring stretches, doing uh, leg lifts, you know, just very basic stuff, stuff that normally would bore, bore me to death if I was doing them in the gym or something. But like I said, I was finally able to be active and begin that recovery process. So I was excited to do any sort of movement and yeah, that was the first couple of weeks, you know, going to therapy just once a week and continuing the exercises at home. However, something that is just as important as my knee healing while being over here at my grandma's is actually the healing that I'm getting from within and being able to spend more time with my grandmother and more time with my uncle and actually growing my relationship with them in ways that I never thought would happen in my lifetime, but it's a beautiful thing that is actually going on over here and getting to know them on a deeper personal level. Some of the things that we do together is watch our favorite show, Yellowstone. You know, it's a family drama series. It takes place in Montana. The scenery is absolutely beautiful, but take the show away, you know, take the movie away. And I'm just really appreciative and grateful for the opportunity to spend more time with them it could be anything that we watch it's just the fact that we get to spend time with each other that is truly amazing to me another thing that we get to do is every Tuesday and Friday when my uncle is off of work he prepares these amazing meals meals that you could get at a restaurant for 20 25 dollars you know home cooked meals getting to sit down at the table have conversation have dialogue with each other and communicate and that's really just an amazing feeling, you know, to grow with both of them as individuals and together. It's awesome what's going on, and I'm truly grateful for this experience. And this just brings me to my point of, like, if you guys are with your family, living with your family, you guys might get into arguments sometimes, you know. You guys might have your differences, might not always see eye to eye. But it has really taught me while staying out here that the importance of family is everything, you know. People that are always going to love for you, always care for you. And, you know, when I say family, that doesn't necessarily mean like blood relatives. It doesn't have to. Just family, anybody who is constantly going to show you love no matter what under any circumstances. Unconditional love, you know, that is what is truly important. Now, earlier in this episode, I spoke briefly of a book called The Power of Now that my uncle actually gifted to me. And he said that I should read it. And I did. And let me tell you, this book is the best book that I have ever read. This book has completely changed my way of thinking. Now, I do wish I could give you guys a full summary of the book, but I really can't. You know, this book is something that 
it affects everybody differently and anybody can get a different message from it. But I do know that anybody can have their life and their mindset changed from picking this up. So instead of giving you a summary of it, instead, I'll just go ahead and give you two of my favorite quotes from it and then just speak briefly on them. The first one being, realize deeply that the present moment is all you really have. Make the now the primary focus of your life. And what I really took away from this quote is that oftentimes we as individuals and we as humans can get so caught up in thinking about the past or thinking about the future. You know, for me personally, as an example, I'll sometimes get tied up in thinking about the past for weeks and then I'll end up entering a season of depression of my life or, you know, not depression, but just not being as joyful and happy as I should be, you know, thinking about, oh, if I would have done this differently, then maybe I wouldn't be in the situation that I am now with my knee. You know, I should have stayed in the house 10 minutes longer and then I wouldn't have gotten into some trouble the way I did or gotten a ticket for speeding, Any anything, you know, just living in the past and thinking that things went differently because we can't change the past, you know what I'm saying? So that's one thing. And then the opposite, if I'm projecting myself into the future, if I'm thinking too much about the future and I'm putting myself in situations that haven't even happened yet and I start overanalyzing and thinking the worst and letting my mind take control, that creates so much anxiety. So I might be in the moment present physically, but consciously and mentally, I'm either in the past or I'm in the future getting depressed or getting anxious. And it's really important for me to just stay in the present moment and just accepting everything for what is because when I am able to do that, then I am able to concentrate on the task ahead of me in the day. You know, I'm not worried about what happened and I'm not worried about what could potentially happen. All I'm worried about is right now. And that has brought me so much peace. That has brought me less anxiety and less depression. And it has really opened up a whole new world of thinking for me, like I said. This can be a challenge sometimes, though, especially, you know, at certain times of the day or if, you know, a situation does arise during the day that would normally put me into a toxic, negative, emotional state or mind state. It can be difficult to stay in the present moment always. And, you know, some of the things that I do now to help me stay in the present moment is getting a morning routine down, you know, waking up every day and doing the same thing, you know, going outside, drinking my coffee, doing some meditation for 10 minutes out there, taking control of my breathing, trying to focus on bringing my awareness into the present moment, picking up a book, reading a little bit, spending some time with my grandmother, eating some breakfast, going to the gym and exercising, you know, just getting a morning routine down really has helped me immensely and staying in the present moment throughout the day so if you guys are struggling with staying in the present moment as i know it can be difficult for me and anybody just try maybe getting a morning routine down and see if that can do what it has done for me to you and then like another quick little quote from the book that i really thought was kind of funny and just also very powerful at the same time was what a caterpillar calls the end of the world, we call a butterfly. And, you know, that really just kind of speaks for itself, guys. That caterpillar, 
thinks it's the end of his world, and then he transforms into this beautiful butterfly. And that's just an analogy for life, you know, that's an analogy for us as individuals as growing, you know. So, for example, when I was in my season of deep toxic emotion, I felt like that caterpillar, you know what I'm saying? I didn't realize it at the time, but I was that caterpillar. And next thing you know, I thought my world was ending and then boom, transformed. I blossomed into this butterfly. You know, I'm still, I don't know, I guess I'm still a caterpillar sometimes and butterflies other days, but you know what I mean, guys. So if you're feeling like things aren't ever going to get better for you or you just are continuing this deep toxic thinking, Think of yourself as that caterpillar about to turn into that butterfly. You know, you are about to transform. You are about to evolve into something greater, something unimaginable to you. And that is right around the corner. If you just continue to practice being in the present moment, continuing to practice to be the best version of yourselves and just being awesome, sharing love and just continuing to put positive energy out into the universe because what you put out, you will get back in return. So with that, I just want to say thank you guys for reaching the end of the podcast. If you have made it this far, I do truly appreciate it, and I am grateful for you guys. I wish you all the best. Love you guys so much. Next episode will be coming out soon, and it'll be about the progression of the knee even further and actually about how I went on a trip to Tennessee and got to spend some time in the Smoky Mountains. And if you know me, I love nature. I love the mountains, so it's going to be a great episode. Again, love you guys. Peace, love, joy. All those positive words that I love to spit out. Hope you guys are resonating with them. It's Tyler Ron, your host, reminding you that it's greater than us.